Today's play was recorded in the 1960s and is set in England. We present Max Adrian in W.S., adapted for Adia uh, from the story by L.P. Hartley. W.S. <laughs> like a picture of Porfa. You have always been so interested in Scotland, and that is one reason why I am interested in you. I have enjoyed all your books, but do you really get to grips with people? I doubt it. Try to think of this as a handshake from your devoted admirer, W.S. Well, that's all it says, Dodson, and there's a colored view of Porfa on the other side. Very nice, if everything isn't really that color. <laughs> I wish I had a devoted admirer or two. <laughs> you have a wife and two children, or is it three? It is. Oh, they're devoted enough, I suppose. I rather think you'd be stretching it a bit to class them as admirers. <laughs> you know, I was only talking about it with Ellis Black down at the club the other day, deploring the lack of direct contact between the writer and his public. Here you are. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. And saying how satisfying it must be to stand up on a stage and to see them there and hear them applauding you. And giving you the raspberry. You'd have to have it both ways. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, I don't think I'd mind even that. Here I sit, cooped up with a typewriter and a ream of tour paper for six, nine, twelve months. And what's the end of it? A book which looks strange even to me when I see it for the first time in print with a ghastly wrapper no one's even consulted me about. And after that... An occasional glimpse of a copy in a bookshop. Always one copy, I may say, flanked by half a dozen of somebody else's. <laughs> and a procession of steadily diminishing royalty statements at seemingly interminable intervals. It's all so, so remote. Oh, well, the only thing left is to write a play. Then you can go before the curtain on the first night and make a speech and they'll clap you. There you are, I hit it. First, write your play. I've tried. Oh, it's a different art. No purple passages of description. All character. Character. And to quote your friend from Forfa, do you really get to grips with people? Yes. He says he doubts it. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. And then, and then there could be something in it, I suppose. I'll admit that the thing I'm least happy with is a rule. Why? Well, uh, always me. Or just the opposite of how I see myself. <laughs> well, I must hand it to my devoted admirer in Forfa. He's a perceptive critic. Somebody does care about you, you see. Do you get many letters? Oh, few. Do you reply to them? Yes. I'm very particular about that. Mind you, I don't get off two pages by return post, like I would have done at one time. Still, I do let them have an acknowledgement of some sort, at the very least. So what will you say to Mr. W.S.? Oh, nothing, I'm afraid. He doesn't give any address on either of them. Either? Oh, then this isn't the first time he's written. Yes, this was the first. There has been another since, though. Only yesterday. I think it's here somewhere. Yes. Here it is. A picture postcard again. Forfa? No, very Tweed. <laughs> With Streeter through Scotland. <laughs> Oh, think of the dreary hours and hotel bedrooms you're helping to while away for some poor traveller. Now, there's justification of your work for you. Well, a curious character. Listen to this. What do you think of Berwick-on-Tweed? Like you, it's on the border. I say, that's going a bit No, wait, he goes on. 
I hope this doesn't sound rude. I don't mean that you're a borderline case. You know how much I admire your stories. Some people call them otherworldly. I think you should plump for one world or the other. Another warm handshake from W.S. Well, he believes in being frank. Or she. A woman? Oh, I'd hardly think so. Uh, let's see the handwriting. Well, it looks like a man. I'm inclined to agree. On the other hand, it's, it's like a woman to probe. I mean, to want to make me feel at the same time flattered, but unsure of myself. And has W.S. succeeded in that? Up to a point, yes. What's this about your stories being otherworldly? I shouldn't have thought. Neither should I, in all fairness to myself. I don't say, mind you, that I plant my feet quite firmly on the ground all the time. I'm rather an escapist, you know. But that seems to be the novelist all over these days. That's exactly what I tell myself when I catch myself at it. So W.S.'s remark isn't personal, quite. No. No. Another drink, old man. Oh, I have to drive, remember? My devoted admirers will be wondering where I got to. <laughs> now, what is it for you this evening? Club or typewriter? Oh, far side, I think. With a book. By someone else. <laughs> Good idea. Oh, I say, this November's colder than last, isn't it? Oh, so it seems to me. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Are you writing anything much at present? Oh, the odd thing... Well, no, nothing much. One of those temporary ruts, you know. Excuse me, sir. Oh, yes, Mrs. Kendall. Are you, you off now? Uh, yes, sir. I've left your meal all ready for when you want it. Ah, that's very kind of you. That's all right, sir. Oh, and there's this card for you. It must have fluttered down under the hall table in the afternoon delivery. I've just caught sight of it when I went to get my coat. A card? Oh. I'll be going then, sir. Good night, sir. Good night, Doctor. Good night, Mrs. Kendall. Uh, uh, yes, uh, good night. Uh, I must be going, too. No. Just a moment. Hmm? It's another. Not W.S. Yes, York Minster this time. Take a look. York Minster? I know you are interested in cathedrals. I'm sure this isn't a sign of megalomania in your case, but smaller churches are sometimes more rewarding. I'm seeing a good many churches on my way south. Are you busy writing, or are you looking round for ideas? Another hearty handshake from your friend W.S. Well, I'm done. You're sure you won't have another? No, I mustn't. I say, though, all this about cathedrals, why? Uh, of course, he's, he's quite right. I am interested in cathedrals. Are you? Uh, especially, I mean. I once wrote a fantasy about Lincoln Cathedral. Oh, years ago. I did a piece about it in a travel book once, too. I didn't know. I didn't know anyone knew. first wasn't published and the second wasn't signed. And you know, I am inclined to undervalue parish churches. Something to do with size. Cathedrals move me by their size. I've always felt it. Well, I don't think you're alone there. I never stopped to think about it myself. I have. This W.S. seems to... to know I have. Dodson, who the hell is he? You're sure it isn't a joke? 
Any of your more frivolous friends travelling south from Scotland just now? Not that I know of. Well, the initials, W.S., you sure they don't ring a bell? Well, I've thought about that already. I, I can't see any connection. W.S. William Shakespeare? Oh, hardly. W.S. Gilbert? Still before your time. W.S. Mom. William Somerset Maugham. <laughs> I somehow don't see Somerset Maugham sending me picture postcards from anywhere. No. Well, I found three W.S.'s for you and all writers. Now, there's a thought. Ah, oh, forget about it. You've always told me what a jealous crew writers are. Perhaps this is one of them trying to rattle you from sheer jealousy. Oh. Now, think of a writer. Not of the front rank, of course. With the initials W.S. <sighs> this is futile. <laughs> of course. Well, what now? Well, disregarding what I said about not being of the front rank, W.S. Walter Streeter. You. Oh, really, Doc. That's it. As soon as I leave here, you'll be out of the house and in a taxi to King's Cross. You'll take the first train to, to Leeds or Bradford or somewhere, scribbling a card as you go. You'd have bought the card here, of course, because there'll be nowhere open when you arrive. You post the card when you get there, take the next train back, and here you are again in the morning waiting for the postman. I see it all. Dodson, this, this doesn't strike me as funny, you know. And that's just your trouble, if I may say so. What you need, old boy, is a holiday. All this concern over a sticky patch in your work can't quite come to grips with your characters, stories a bit out of this world. Nothing at all that a ten-mile walk in the country air wouldn't cure. Aren't you forgetting something? What? Uh, I must be off. That I didn't write those postcards. And that W.S., whoever he or she may be, did. My dear fellow, it's all quite plain. They are written by a woman, just as you thought. Now, I'm sure it's a woman. She's probably fallen in love with you and wants to make you interested in her. I should pay no attention whatsoever. Well, people in the public eye are always getting letters from lunatics. If they worry you, destroy them without reading them in future, if there are any more. That sort of person is often a little psychic, and if she senses that she's getting a rise out of you, she'll go on. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps you're right. My most devoted admirer thinks I'm always right, <laughs> so long as I keep on agreeing with her. No, I'll see myself out. Huh? And don't worry so much. Morning, sir. Oh, good morning. There's a packet wouldn't go through the box. Oh, thank you. And a card. Well, that's a lot. Good good morning. Morning, sir. I'm coming nearer. I've got as near as Coventry. Have you ever been sent to Coventry? I have. In fact, you sent me. It isn't a pleasant experience, I can tell you. Perhaps we shall come to grips after all. Have I given you any new ideas? If I have, you ought to thank me, for they are what novelists want, I understand. I have been re-reading your novels, living in them, I might say. Je vous serre la main. As always, W.S. And there were two cards before these from Bericon Tweed and... Uh, Forfa. 
I'm sorry, Inspector, but I burnt them uh, just after my friend Mr. Dodson left me yesterday evening. Pity, but I don't think they'd have helped us much. You said you received the one from York while Mr. Dodson was still with you, though. What made you keep that one? Well, I'd only glanced at it. I wanted to read it more carefully. Then, well, somehow I thought I would keep it to show to someone. You, I suppose. And the Coventry one arriving this morning made up your mind for you? Yes. Well, you did the right thing, sir. If you knew the number of poison pen letters that get written but never come anywhere near our hands... Is that so? Oh, yes. I must admit, Inspector, I... I hesitated. Well, I thought you might <laughs> laugh. Laugh, sir? Well, it's... Anonymous letters are never a laughing matter to me. However, I, I think you should set your mind at rest about these cards of yours. Oh, you do? You say you're quite sure there's no one likely to be bearing a grudge against you? I've no cause to think there would be. Well, then, in my opinion, there are hoax. Don't ask me why anyone should decide to play a hoax in this form, I don't know. It seems to me, uh, well, uh, a, a literary matter, if you see what I mean. Uh, I think so. At a guess, and it is only a guess, I'd say your friend Mr. Dodson hit the nail on the head. Some dotty woman who's read all your books and perhaps read more into parts of them than you intended has to write you about them. Uh, and this is the only form she's managed to hit it off in. I see. So you think it unlikely that she'll ever show up in person? Very unlikely indeed, sir. If she was that sort, she'd have given an address and angled for some sort of a reply. Ah, yes, sir, of course. Well, Inspector, I'm very much obliged to you. You've taken a weight off my mind. Very pleased to help, Mr. Streeter. You'll find they'll dry up before long. Uh, you'll let us know if you get any more, though. Oh, quite. Most certainly. I hate to trouble you twice within 24 hours, Inspector. I know how much you have to do. But it came by this morning's post, and I, I thought it best to bring it to you at once. Well, never mind about that, Mrs. Frieda. It'd help us more if everyone acted as promptly as you. Uh, uh, take a seat, won't you? Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, may I see it, please? Oh, yes. Here you are. It's, it's a picture of... Gloucester Jail. Gloucester Jail? Well, <laughs> I'm blessed. I used to be down that way myself. Yes, I remember that all right. I never knew they made cards of that sort of thing. Oh, yes, yes. Morbid fascination, you know. Oh. Now, let's see what she has to say this time. I am quite close now. My movements, as you may have guessed, are not quite under my control. I'll say they aren't. Your... Coventry, Gloucester. It's a pretty roundabout route to London. Very. But all being well, I look forward to seeing you sometime this weekend. Then we can really come to grips. I wonder if you'll recognize me. It won't be the first time you've given me hospitality. T. Stringo Lamano. As always, W.S. Yeah. Inspector... Mr. Streeter, you'll forgive me asking, but you're quite sure you've been altogether frank about this thing? Frank? Of course I've been frank. I wonder if you'll recognize me. It won't be the first time you've given me hospitality. Hardly the sort of thing you'd expect from a complete stranger. Well, I look here, Inspector. Uh, now, now, sir. I'm sorry, but if you mean to imply... I that... imply nothing at all, sir. We... 
We see a little of everything in this job, you know, sooner or later. And when it comes to the matter of a, a lady, well, uh, w what I mean is... There has never been anything of the sort. Very good, sir. Then I take it that you've still no idea whatsoever who W.S. could be. None at all. Only... Uh, yes? Well, you'll consider this absurd, but I might as well tell you. After I left you yesterday, I went over and over in my mind as to whether there could be anyone with a sort of grudge against me. I should perhaps tell you that I'm not a man of strong personal feelings. Such feelings as I have go into my books. Sublimation. Very useful, too. <laughs> exactly. Well, in my books, I've drawn some pretty nasty characters in my time. Uh, not of recent years, however. Recently, I found myself reluctant to draw a very bad man or woman. I feel it's, well, morally irresponsible and artistically unconvincing, too. You follow me? Yes, yes. But in the past, though, when I was younger and more inclined to see things as black or white, I let myself go once or twice. I remembered last night about a character in one of my very early books, The Outcast, it was called. A character into whom I really got my life. And was... Uh... No, wait. I wrote about this man with extreme vindictiveness, just as if he were a real person I was trying to show up. I can still remember the curious pleasure it gave me to attribute every kind of wickedness to him. Never gave him the benefit of any doubt, never felt a twinge of pity for him, even when I made him pay the penalty for his misdeeds on the gallows. By the time I'd finished that book, I was so worked up about the idea of this dark creature, I felt almost frightened. I can understand how that could be. I don't remember my early books awfully well, so I took down this one last night and turned the pages. It was only then that I remember the man's name. It was... William Stainsforth. Will... W.S.? My own initials. Pure coincidence, of course. Naturally. I only tell you this because it explains why I came hurrying round to you this morning. Our talk yesterday had left me feeling so much better, relieved, until this absurd coincidence cropped up and weakened my resistance again. When this last card came through the box this morning, I was almost glad to be given the excuse to come out and see you. <coughs> and uh, you leave here relieved again, I hope. Oh, yes, much better for the talk. And now I must let you get on with more important things. Oh, well, we are kept pretty busy, you know, sir. Never too busy to help them. But uh, take my word for it, this hoax has just about played itself out. I'll be very surprised indeed if you clap eyes on Mr. or Mrs. W.S. this weekend or any other time. Well, I sincerely hope not. But uh, speaking of the weekend, though... Yes, sir? Uh, well, I thought... I wondered, just in case, uh, whether one of your men in the vicinity couldn't... Uh, well, perhaps keep a bit of an eye on my place. Just in passing, perhaps. Ooh, well, hmm. Well, well, yes, I, I dare say we could manage that. Yeah, yes, of course. Ah, then you've relieved my mind completely. We'll do the best we can, Mr. Streeter. Can't have your mind taken off your work now, can we? <laughs> what do you know, Inspector? I feel more like working today than I've felt for weeks. You don't know how grateful I am. Oh, don't mention it. Good day, sir. Good morning, Inspector. That was Tuesday morning, Dodson. Tuesday morning to Sunday evening. That's five and a half days without a sign of a card. Well, bully for the inspector, then. Your practical jokers packed it in. Mind you, I was still a bit worried after that last talk. But I decided the best thing was to make myself work and forget it all. And you know, I've worked solidly ever since. Good stuff, too, although I say it myself. You see? I've hardly been able to tear myself away from the typewriter to eat my meals. 
So, have you rung up the police and told them not to bother? I thought about it, but I decided to leave it over the weekend. Oh, they've made their arrangements anyway. Nothing elaborate. They're too short-handed. I didn't see a policeman as I came along the street. No, but there was one there earlier. Standing at the corner. Helmet and all. No. He's not there now. I thought for a moment of going along and asking him to come in for a cup of tea or a drink. <laughs> You're quite your old self again, my dear chap. Oh, but I was nearly forgetting. I'm just en route to the club. I popped in to see if you'd join me. Oh, no, 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 thanks, old man. I must keep at it. On Sunday evening? Oh, it's going too well. I feel good for another thousand words or so before I turn in. I, I tell you what, though. Mm -hmm. Call in for a nightcap on your way home. I'll have done as much as is good for me by then. Jolly good. I'll look forward to that. Till later, then. Till later. gas fire. Ah! Won't you take the traps off and make yourself at home? Good Lord, are those snowflakes on you? I didn't realize it was snowing. I can't stay long. I've got a job to do, as you know. Oh, yes, such a silly job, I'm afraid. Well, I suppose you know what it's about, the, the postcard. Uh-huh. But nothing can happen to me as long as you're here. I shall be as safe, uh, as safe as houses. Uh, stay as long as you can and have a drink. I never drink on duty. Ah, so this is where you work? Yes, I was writing when you rang. Mm, some poor devil's for it, I expect. I, I beg your pardon. Uh, excuse me. Hello? Mr. Streeter? Yes? Inspector Hatch here, sir. Ah, go uh, good evening. Just rang to ask how everything is at your place. All right, I hope, sir. Oh, splendid, splendid. That's good. I rang because I'm sorry to say we weren't able to do that little job we were going to do for you after all. Dreadfully short-handed this weekend, I'm afraid, sir. But... But you did send someone. No, sir, I'm afraid we couldn't manage. But... but there's one here. In this very house. No. No, I, I can't. I see. Would you like us to send somebody now? Y yes. Uh, please. All right, then. We'll be with you in a jiffy. Uh, uh, constable. Had you forgotten I was a policeman? What? You are a policeman. 
I've been other things as well. Thief, pimp, blackmailer, not to mention murderer. You should know. I, I don't know what you mean. Why do you speak like that? I've never done you any harm. I've never set eyes on you before. No, haven't you? But you've thought about me and you've written about me. You got some fun out of me, didn't you? Now I'm going to get some fun out of you. You made me as nasty as you could. Wasn't that doing me harm? I... You didn't think what it would feel like to be me, did you? You didn't put yourself in my place, did you? You hadn't any pity for me, had you? Well, I'm not going to have any pity for you. But I tell you, I, I don't know you. And now you say you don't know me. You did all that to me and then forgot me. You forgot William Stainsforth. William Stainsforth? Yes. I was your scapegoat, wasn't I? You unloaded all your self-dislike on me. You felt pretty good while you were writing about me. Now... As one W.S. to another, what shall I do if I behave in character? Huh? I don't know. You don't know. You ought to know. You fathered me. What would William Stainsforth do if he met his old dad in a quiet place? His kind old dad who made him swing. You know what he'd do as well as I. No. No, you don't. Because you've never really understood me. I'm not so black as you painted me. You never gave me a chance, but I'm going to give you one. That shows you never understood me, doesn't it? Yes. If you can tell me of one virtue you ever credited me with, just one kind thought, one redeeming feature, yes. then I'll let you off. And, uh, and if I can't? Then that's just too bad. We'll have to come to grips. And you know what that means. You took off one of my arms, but I've still got the other. Stains for the iron arm, you called me. No. So start thinking. I, I can't. You, you've got one minute. How could you expect me to think? I'm no use. no use. Then if you won't help yourself. <laughs> I, I don't care. Do what you must. No. There's nothing to be said for you. Of all your dirty tricks, this is the gadget. <laughs> you want me to whitewash you, do you? How dare you ask me for a character? I've given you one already. God forbid I should ever say a good word for you. I'd rather die. Then die. <laughs> Inspector. Is he... I'm afraid so, Mr. Dodson. Still warm, but quite dead. But how? Strangled. See the marks on his throat? Yes. I see them. And look. His hand's crushed. Crushed. Inspector. Yes, sir? There are... Aren't those... Snowflakes on him? Snowflakes? By Joe. I left the club early. So I walked all the way back here. It's a beautiful night. Not a cloud in the sky. W.S. by L.P. Hartley... Adapted for radio by Michael and Molly Hardwick. 
The Streeter was played by Max Adrian and Dodson by Simon Lack. Other parts were played by Vivian Chatterton, John Brining and Leslie Perrins. The producer was Charles Lefeu.